2: Blog Talk Radio.
3: Animal here on a beautiful June 26, 2019. You know, I did what Jerry does usually. I had something to eat like two minutes before the show started, and I had to go run and get a drink of water so my throat wouldn't be sticking to itself. Anyway, I still have something to say, and I'm able to say it now. The big news this week is that yoga pants at work has totally exploded as a topic of conversation in the recruiting world. Amy Miller, she started it. But uh, Animal Show regular Kathy Manis has taken it to startling new heights. She posted uh, two or three pictures of herself in gym clothes asking if it was okay to wear this to work. And this response she got was just enormous, right? And a recruiter who was commenting pointed to a change. She said, Times have changed. I have found that candidates over the past five years require more instruction as to what they should wear to an interview than ever before. I send my candidates an email full of interview tips, including ideas for interview attire. Attire is a word I don't use, but she does. Anyway, she says, even so, I had one client in the financial tech industry tell me that my candidate arrived in a short skirt and a low-cut sweater, and uh, she was 22 years old and just out of college, and uh, it wasn't uh, going over very well. She says, I myself – no, she didn't say anything else. Forget about her now. She had this candidate, but I'll tell you that I myself noticed – This started about five years ago, she's right, but with a discussion of flip-flops. Is it okay to wear flip-flops to work in the summertime? Okay, and here's my take on it. You can't fight it. Times have changed. You can't force a younger generation raised on the ever-expanding freedom that democracy brings to wear clothes that are uncomfortable all day. Why should they? Just because you want them to. Who are you, eh? Some kind of god? No way. In the 20 years from now, the President of the United States will be wearing tennis shoes to work. <laughs> I guarantee it. And if you don't uh, believe me, I want you to just keep listening to Jerry. Jerry!
1: Actually,
3: this! recruiting
1: animal... Thank you,
3: Jerry. Fantastic. What a sound. It's so inspiring for not just for me, for everybody. Jerry?
1: <laughs>
3: he must have gone to get something to eat. I was talking to him a few minutes ago. Anyway, no, I also I'm like here. to think Okay, well you could say acknowledge my, I my compliment. I didn't hear you say a word, okay? Okay. Oh, really? Anyway, I'd like to I'd like to thank my sponsors PC Recruiter, the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, Hire Tool, H I R E T W A L, the super duper sourcing tool, and Honet, Honeit, H O N E I T, the phone interview technology. Our guest today is actually one of the sponsors, Nin Tran from Hire Tool. Whoa. Yeah, it looks like Nin decided to come just after twelve. He's a very busy man. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. he cut it as close as he could. Area six one nine, is that you, Nin Tran? Who's area code six one nine?
1: It's me. They're Kathy.
3: not even answering. Who is it? Kathy? Yeah. Okay, well can you talk a little louder so we can hear you? It's Kathy. Okay. So can you Nin hear Nin me has now? to show Yeah. How I can many times do
1: you have to tell Kathy to not be on a
0: speakerphone from across the room? I Animal Animal. I am not. I'm talking into the phone. You okay, weren't a Kathy. minute ago. Okay,
3: well let sure. me also Nin Nintran is not here yet, okay? <laughs> Great.
1: We get a, but, we get to we get to disparage him and publicly ridicule him.
0: Yeah, we can. I love that's
1: that's standard operating procedure.
0: Okay. I love Nin. He's
3: he's nice. Yeah, that's great. Okay. But I'll ask I'll talk let's, let's talk about some things that the questions I was gonna ask Nin since he's not here. Okay. What do you see in the recruiting world right now that, that you don't like? Anything?
0: Who are you asking?
3: Hey, anybody. Kathy you wanna you wanna answer?
0: Kathy, go ahead. I'm seeing what I don't like are it seems like the newer sources and recruiters who are coming on board want to look for shortcuts and don't want to really connect with the client Got an
3: example. or the candidate. Got an example. Uh, we've heard it many times. Do you have one example at least?
0: I don't because I haven't been working. But
3: Okay, what's wrong with a shortcut? Jerry, do you have anything to say about that?
0: What's wrong with a
1: shortcut? Nothing wrong with a shortcut. I'm looking for him all day and every day. Yeah, yeah but, okay. Jerry,
0: don't you talk to, Jerry, don't you want to talk to the, your candidate? And do I don't have to? You don't want to talk I'm surprised. Why? I'm surprised that you, because you seem so hands-on. Oh, I am. What do you mean? You
1: mean, you, Yeah. Harry
3: on, Gabby. Is, is that Michael J. Cox? Michael G. Cox?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to understand what you mean by I seem so hands-on. What do you mean by that, Kathy?
0: You seem to be very, I mean, in a good way, you know, very good with uh, digging in deep with the client and the candidate. And sure. I would assume you would it doesn't do have to all
1: be on the phone.
0: I, Sometimes. So you like, have to do it all on the phone. I thought you did for some reason. My mistake. I did in
1: 1988. Okay. My 1992.
0: Mistake. My mistake. I gave it hell throughout the whole 2000s. 2000. was okay. 2019. Well, you,
3: you, there's uh, Kathy. There's always been recruiters who get the resume, don't interview the candidate, and fire it out. Okay, that's I would never always do that. going on.
1: I that's never that. has been going on
3: since forever. Okay, yeah. so I mean, uh, can you blame it on young young people? I don't think so. Okay, no. Michael G Cox is area code two two one zero. Is that Michael G Cox? Yes. No, who is it? Speak up. Yeah, it's me. Oh, it's, it's you. Can you talk louder? Can you talk louder? Sorry. Michael G. Cox, is, is there anything you see in the recruiting world that you don't like today that's going on?
2: Wow. Where to begin? Um, oh, oh. You tell me. I would no. say, okay. no, well, the lack of... of uh, Understanding the importance of timely feedback is a major issue from uh, recruiters and also hiring managers. They take too long.
3: Okay, but was that is that is that something new? I see t- more complaints about it than ever. I have to say, is it something new? Is it a trend?
2: Can you talk louder? I'm, I'm trying to. Um, no, I, I don't think it's new, but it's certainly more important now. Why? Because the the market for the type of individuals that we're trying to hire is much tighter. Okay. There isn't, you know, 4% or 5% unemployment rate. It's zero for the type of individuals that are clients Okay, and and so, yeah, these these
3: dopes, these stupid hiring managers, they think they can take their time and see as many people as they want. They don't understand they have to move fast. Why are they so stupid? Do you have any insight? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't think they're stupid, but...
3: I know you can't say that, but I can. Go ahead. Okay. Why are they doing you it? Can, I
2: I just feel that there is a uh, a part of that would be like there's a fear of missing out on that next person that they might be speaking with. So they okay. tend to drag their feet when they think they've got one that they're very interested in hiring Uh, And there might be another one out there. They want to put somebody on hold, and it's it's, I I think that it could be a result
3: of video gaming. Uh, People, video games, uh, they train people to have these. uh, 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 They can't. It's like an addiction. They can't give up. And these guys, they want to see more. They don't want to pull the trigger ever. Okay. Anybody else want to comment on that? Uh, We don't know what's you know anything. We just know what's happening. And, And Michael G. Cox, what do you do? Just sit down with your guys and. Explain to them a hundred times, or do they get
2: it when you tell them uh no i don't I don't think they get it. They get annoyed when i when I keep following up with them and, and you know either demanding feedback and then making an assumptions based on that feedback, okay, so you're not interested in moving forward with this guy today, correct and they're like, no, no, just hold on to him, and I'm telling them that's not gonna work. So yeah, they they're, they're just difficult recruiter conversations to have.
3: Okay, and you can't go above these guys' heads and report them to somebody.
2: Internally, I can, but externally, that's not going to work out very well for uh, a uh, third-party recruiter. Not for a third party. We're talking
3: about you. Maybe you don't want to talk about you. You got some kind of promotion now, and you know you don't want to blow it. Okay, I understand. Okay. No, well, no, I, I'll I do
2: go I do speak to. Hiring managers and, and then their managers and VPs of sales and presidents on a very regular basis now. And, okay, and I but have these guys now. are supposed
3: to be smart. These guys are supposed to be smart. That's how they get into those senior positions. Why don't they get it? Why can't they catch on?
2: They, they are very smart, and they get into those positions because they're very good at the, at what they do. Now, that doesn't mean that they're very good at everything that recruiters do. They have their specific speciality. Hey, and, and, what well, you're
3: telling them, fact, Michael G. Cox, is one and one is two. Hey, you guys read the newspaper. You know un- unemployment is very low, okay? We got a good guy. Don't ask me for three more before you make up your mind. You're going to lose the early people. Uh, there's not much to understand there, okay? Maybe you have to let them get burned a few times and, and do tons of extra work. Uh, just to find yeah. someone for them before they learn. Well, what, I don't know. What's the
1: subject know? here? I'm I'm fading in and out. I mean, okay, you're, you're losing okay. the audience. G- Jerry, here's a question. If you have i was going
3: to ask. Do you Do you remember any mistakes you've made in recruiting since you've been in for a long time?
1: <sighs> mistakes I've made, yeah, no, Nothing out of the ordinary.
3: Really? Well, what's yeah. an ordinary mistake? What have you done that you you regret now?
1: Oh, uh, just hearing hearing what you'd rather hear versus. You know, digging in for the reality of the situation. What
3: do you mean? Give me an example. Come on.
1: Well, I haven't. You know what I'm talking about. You give me an example of that.
3: Okay. Well, I I can't say that I can't. Well, yeah, I'll tell you. It's when I've got a candidate, and I know they're not right, but I feel sorry for them, and they're really interested in the job, so I'll present them anyway against Mm. my better judgment, even though it might make me look bad. You know, I'll, But I'll say, you know what, I have strong reservations, but this person's very interested. Just take a glance at the resume. And usually, if I had more backbone, I would say, look, John or Paulette or whatever your name is, this job is not for you. You don't want to hate me for it? Go ahead. Okay? And they do hate you. Okay? I've, had, I've been on retained searches uh, where you turn them down, and you've told them the company name, so they go over your head. To the hiring yeah. manager, they'll send in stuff, and then they send us the letters and say, look at this stupid recruiter. You know, the letter says, I spoke to this recruiter. He's so incompetent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's what happens, okay? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's sometimes what I do you Sometimes then do you find yourself introducing a candidate to the company, even though you don't believe that they're a good fit, but you just want to block out any other recruiter's no, never done that. I've
3: never, no, I've never done that. I've never oh, sent in people to. as padding.
1: I've never sent you in people to. as padding. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's just uh, you know you're you're stirring up some activity and uh, you know that your candidate kind of got wind of who the company is and they're gonna send a resume. And maybe oh, sometimes okay. a company a company might look at a candidate a little more broadly if. There's no fee or no agency, and they can put some of that fee money into training. What do you do uh-huh. then? Yeah, what do you do? You're telling me you've never had that situation.
3: I've never Gosh. done it, no. And I'll tell you what else wow. I haven't done. With the situation I was talking about with Michael G. Cox, when, yep. you know, you've got a great candidate. Uh, yeah, I like him, but send me two more, okay? So some people say send in two people who, you know, don't don't – Break your neck looking for really good people. Just send in two people to show them yeah. that the person he's got is good. He'll feel satisfied, or she'll be satisfied that she's seen. Yeah. You know, I uh, can see that. No, no problem. Have you have you done it?
1: I probably have, man. I've been at this a long time, dude. I've done just about everything that you can do in this business.
3: Uh
2: uh-huh.
3: Michael you G. Cox is it. that legit?
2: Michael G. Cox is that legitimate? Yeah, legitimate. Sending into Chad and fodder. It happen. It's, yeah, I I've seen that happen. Um, I've probably done it. It's just it it's even sending two candidates that you know are are not as highly qualified as that first one uh or yeah. that one that you want them to hire, it, it that also wastes a lot of time. Mine and theirs. uh, uh-huh. But it works. That that works also. Kathy Manis? The weird Any thing is when they
3: hire one of those second candidates. There's Kathy oh, really? again. Speaker phone. She's, in, she's two rooms it, down he's the on hall. Michael G. Michael G. is on some crappy phone today, okay? But I want oh, to hear what he has to say.
0: Kathy Manis? Yeah. Kathy, on, are you come... still
1: there?
3: Kathy? I'm here,
0: but I, I sort of zoned out. Okay, yeah, I'll, let, I'll, let you, I'll let you, this I'll let you pass. This show's going nowhere,
1: oh, go. dude. You ought to just shut it down.
0: Yeah, You're
3: I think we know. Why It's well maybe you don't like my questions but Kathy did you hear uh, the the intro was about you did you did you hear the intro
0: I didn't I no? didn't hear the beginning but Okay
2: well that You know that was about I had you. no okay.
0: idea that it was going to – I almost took the post down because I thought no, – you don't know do people that. just go I didn't I figured I'm not going to let them you know it was a joke it was like you know yeah. not a big okay. deal to me But yeah,
3: nobody knows what you're talking boy, about anymore some... yoga pants we're moving on I right. Some to, people got yeah, really we're moving on. Okay. Okay. Didn't
0: Kathy, have wait, you wait, ever put Kathy? Wait, wait, Kathy, I want wait, to ask you a recruiting
3: question, not about yoga pants. <laughs> have you ever no, put pressure? No, but didn't pressure, the
0: guy leave? Didn't the guy leave your group because of that discussion?
3: Oh, one one guy. There's over ten thousand active active. Ah, members. Ah, one guy. Yeah.
0: Oh well, good for you. Good for hey, you, animal.
3: Yeah. Okay. Good for you, Okay. What's you the love. question? Yeah. Thank you. Have okay. you ever put Have you ever put pressure on a candidate to close them or her? They're iffy. They don't know. And and you somehow say, you've got to make a a decision now. And I think this is a job that you should accept. Have you ever done that?
0: I have, but I don't think it's – I have not been successful if the candidate – if I hear from the candidate, I've got to talk to my wife. I'll call you on Monday. I know that's a no. I mean, I don't think you can. You want you want to make a change for that candidate. You want to make his life, his her life better. And if you have to pressure them, then it's it's not a good close. Okay, but have you, you know?
3: pressured them? Have you said, "Look, I think you should take this. You're making a big mistake. Yes. If you don't,"
0: Yes, I have. Who was
1: not animal?
3: I would never do that. How do I know? Yeah, I never. I never worked in a niche, okay? So I can't say that I know everything that's going on in the whole market, uh, Jerry.
1: But you—you you have, you have, have to. Your customer is paying you to get that person on board. Sometimes you got to be a little scrappy about it. That's what they're paying you to do. Right? They don't
2: want to do it.
3: Okay, Jerry, if if you're can't, especially in your case where you're placing contract people. If the person comes Good aboard... not just as we, much
1: direct placement. You always want to slight my experience as if it's um. No, no, I'm not going to be slighting it. Business. Don't be, don't Place be not paranoid. Direct hires. I know what I'm talking about.
3: Okay, but here's my point. Wait, why don't you hear me out first before you start complaining. The point Stop is... I'm always saying if you, that, well, you
1: just do IT contractors of old people. <laughs>
3: yeah, hold on. It's easier for a contractor to leave.
1: Okay? It's not like they I'm not think, talking you know, about contractors.
3: Okay. Well, I understand it's for anybody the if you
1: and I've answered accordingly.
3: If you twist someone's arm to take the job, and then they're not... They don't feel you know 100% certain when they go in, and then another recruiter calls them, they're more likely to leave. Wouldn't you say that's true?
1: I'm not worried about it, because it hasn't happened to me. 30 years. Okay. <laughs> I've got a history a of it doesn't happen. Things so never take happen your theoretical happen. crap and shove it.
0: Okay. Jerry, okay. can you be more specific? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I mean, animals. Sometimes I, I think that your perspective is that of a, of a man who's really only ever made two or three placements a year. No. A, yeah.
0: there is, yeah. no <laughs> okay. Seriously? No. Seriously. Uh-huh. There, are all levels, uh, there are all levels of people listening to this show. And so I think what he does, it touches all of those levels. And that's important. Okay, here's, but yeah, here's he a related question. Yeah, he's touching the bottom
1: level of experience. <laughs> no, so no. I'll, I'll yeah, take halfway here. up, all the way to the top. This is what I'll Jerry's cover, doing. I'll cover people who actually send invoices.
3: Jerry, are you on a speakerphone? Sounds like You that. are,
0: Jerry. No, You are.
1: are. Okay, here we go. Yeah.
3: Okay. Look, Jerry. Okay. What you're talking okay. about is what you're talking about is the kind of recruiter who is a used car salesman. No, person, I'm not. Okay? You asked. Yes, have you are.
1: I ever? Now, if you would have asked, is it your standard policy and procedure to always hammer an offer home, regardless of concerns of the candidate? Let's <laughs> say, of course not. How ridiculous! You said, have okay. I ever? So stop okay. getting people to answer the have you ever in your 30 years questions, and then turning it into that's how you always do it. I'm sick of it. Okay. The jig is up, and I've finally made a stand. <laughs> this show is no longer going to be that kind of a format. No trick bag dear, bullshit. Dear. <laughs> okay. Wow.
3: Look, I read an article by a, a woman recruiter and Who? essentially – it's it's how to avoid selling. She says I refuse to be a recruiter who, who uh, I don't who? know her. Okay, I won't mention her name because well, she, she might not like it. She, she says I choice. refuse she wrote to
2: something publicly. Yeah. Yeah. Who?
3: Okay, but I I, don't, I might I might be misquoting her. Okay, I've just got my oh, notes see, here. now <laughs> we're getting there.
1: Now we're getting there. That's Go ahead. Part.
3: Misquoted. You know, I'm not mentioning her name, so I have no obligation to use her exact words. Okay, but she says I refuse oh, I to essentially. I see. This I'm is what she said.
1: Somebody okay. said something, but I'm not going to mention them, so I'll just make it be whatever I want it to be.
2: Yeah, why not? Books. I
3: c- I could. Yeah, just yeah, use go what ahead. she said as inspiration. Okay. 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 Here it is, if you let me get it out. She says, "I refuse to be a recruiter who comes across." Like a salesperson, I want to be an impartial career consultant. She didn't use those terms, impartial career consultant, but essentially that's what she was trying to say. Okay. Yeah, I agree with so that.
1: I'm, I agree with that. It doesn't sound
3: doesn't sound like it from what you just dude. said. You are a salesperson. Okay.
1: No, dude. If you don't have the 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 uh, what do I want to say?
3: Candidate-centric. You're saying you're candidate-centric. and
1: verbal repertoire to not sound like a salesman, then get out of this business. We are in sales. Oh. The key okay, to geez. successful sales is to never be thought of as having sold anybody anything.
3: Jeez. Oh, but okay, but, but you are kicking your ass.
1: It's apparent. Okay, yeah, okay, you are kicking.
3: You're a better salesperson, it's apparent. but I,
1: I you I don't, don't scared have scared of everything that this profession is. It embarrasses yeah. you. You hide from it. We're yeah. in sales, okay. dude. Companies okay, pay us ask. to bring people on board.
3: Okay, let me ask you a question. How do you sell something without seeming like a salesperson?
1: Dude, you'd have to sit here and watch me day after day because I do it, and I'm good.
3: You can't. You <laughs> can't articulate it. Michael G. Cox, are you with
1: him? Michael G. Dude, Cox. You, you can't articulate it because it's a methodology. It's a it's a style, it's an approach. Hold it's on. an I, understanding I can... beyond just a few word tracks. If you're no, looking no, for I... some word tracks, then you're on the wrong call.
3: Okay, hold on a second. A few minutes ago I gave Kathy a clear example. Hey, this is a great job for you. You gotta take this job. Come on, let's who pull the would trigger ever say on that? that. What?
1: Gosh, who would ever say that? You have to
3: take that Lots job. of people. Lots of people. Am I wrong? Kathy, come to my defense. Now's your chance. <laughs> now I need a defender.
0: Well, I think you are wrong. I mean, don't, you don't go about it that way. You don't think right. you have to yes. take it. I no, mean, no, that's it, Kathy.
3: You. you are not listening. Jerry said no one would ever say that, and that's absolutely untrue. I would You don't know what they're doing to say that, sure.
0: I wouldn't say that either. Yeah. I mean, that's recruiting 101.
3: Yeah, but I, I, Michael G. Cox, are you with me on this, that there are recruiters who talk like that?
0: Yes, there that are recruiters who question. talk like that. that. That wasn't your question. Right. There are recruiters who act like that. And I think it's a slippery, animal. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't like that. That us a bad name.
3: Okay, but, Michael G. No, Cox. My, I, no, no, Michael G. Cox, he, he's got to – I'm going to send him coffee one day. He's got to earn it, Okay. Uh, can, uh, is is recruiter a salesperson? Is a recruiter a salesperson, Michael G. Cox? Uh,
2: I don't I don't think so. It's more consultative. I, if I say yes, then you're going to say that I, you, you sell at every turn. And, if, for example, if somebody didn't want to take the job, my response would be, well, these are the reasons you said you're looking. These are the things that you said exactly. you were looking for. Sounds like this position has those things and alleviates these things. Help me to understand why you're not wanting to move forward today.
0: Exactly. That's how you phrase it. But
2: is that sales? Sounds
3: like sounds like sales to me, Jerry. Is that sales?
1: It's what we're supposed to do, man. Yeah,
3: it sounds like sales hey, to me. I,
1: here's here's what your here's what you're overlooking. Animal is changing jobs, and I'm not talking about people who are unemployed that we. Get a job. That's a whole other deal. But changing jobs is probably the most stressful and traumatic thing that people decide to go do. I mean, it's, it's, it's right up in there with losing a loved one in your family or divorce. Oh, really? It's, uh-huh. it's huge. So uh-huh. as hey, you animal, go through that gonna process, there's going to be times where it's human nature to just kind of, you know, retreat to the familiar just a little bit. And we with our vast experience, need to help them through that. I would never, okay. ever convince somebody to take a job that's a bad move. And I think that's what you think that selling is. Convincing somebody to do something or buy a product or service that is not for them.
2: Or in their best interest.
1: That's just well, ripping people off. M- no, maybe, no. Talk- maybe you assume that sales is cheating people. Is that what well, you think? Off- Sales well, are is convincing somebody to do something that's not in their best interest?
3: Well, salespeople generally, and this is off a different topic, but I want to come back to this. Salespeople generally put their best foot forward. They don't say, watch out for this. They say, this is why this is good, and this is why you should make this purchase or move on this. They don't tell you the, the, the negatives. Okay, So sales is lying to a certain extent quite yeah. often. What, you need you know, to get out of this Michael, business. What Michael Seriously. G Cox just Now sales is Mike, lying.
1: See, I think I think we're uncovering something here.
3: You're I, I've scared always heard about this.
1: It, no, it I've talked about you, this many uh, times. Shiver in the corner thinking about practicing our profession.
3: Hold on a second. Come back to what Michael G Cox said a few minutes ago. He what? actually put someone on the spot. There's many people who would feel awkward when they know the recruiter wants them to take a position, and and they're grilling them essentially, even if it's in a nice soft voice. Okay. Well, geez, you said you wanted this, and this job has this. Well, where are we missing out? Right. That's putting someone on the spot, Michael G. No, Cox. No, dude, are you that's denying exactly that?
1: what we do.
3: Wow. Okay. Well, Michael uh, G. Cox is in that this sale. This is really
1: starting to kind of. This is opening a broader can of worms here, animal. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't know if you're qualified to lead this show any longer. (laughs) I really don't. I'm losing faith in the captain of this ship.
2: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Hey yeah, animal I think you're you're totally off base, but um you know, to what Jerry had said earlier. Not it's not all people that are changing jobs. It's not difficult for everybody, but the types of positions that we're placing, yes, it's very difficult for somebody to to make that massive move, and they do want to retreat to the to the things that they know already. It, it and and so you don't have to convince because if I have to convince somebody, uh, that that's probably not going to be a really good placement. But if I just Walk them through The process And it doesn't have to be high pressure It's going to be a lot easier For that person to understand What they're leaving behind and what they're going to It sounds like and convincing also, to animal,
1: me in, in, in this Economy The Trump economy It yeah. is so good For candidates that our product Is no longer the one Offer they might get it's one out of three or five offers or opportunities that they're looking at concurrently. You better have, you better have the skill set to help shine the light on your offer or else you, I mean, you're going to lose more times than not. If you're deciding to okay. say, well, here's our offer. Fingers crossed. Call me if it's something you might want to talk about. You know, good uh-huh. luck.
3: Okay. well, hold on a second. Time if you're bail. being con Wait a second, if you're being like that, like that woman said, an impartial career consultant, wouldn't you say, wouldn't you preface your remarks, those, and I'm using Michael G. Cox's uh, example, wouldn't you say, look, uh, you know, you know your other offers, okay, you know what else is, is out there that you've been you're talking to other recruiters, but I want you to hear, you know, and, and you have the right to make a decision, so you, you, you tell them, you put the power in their court, then you say, I'm going to tell you the virtues of this one compared to what you said you were looking for. That makes yeah. it a little different. That makes it a little no, it different than just saying. That sounds to me like
1: you're trying to get the guy to accept your offer. That's sales animal. How dare you?
3: Hold on a second. You're, but you're, you're giving them more power to say no. You're making them more comfortable the saying to, no. I don't,
1: I don't even know what you're talking about of this, this ambiguous, theoretical power-closer used car salesman. What are they saying? Okay, take this Michael job, or I'm Kill your family. I, I don't Kathy, understand Kathy, it.
3: Before, before we go on, you know, Kathy, no. am I leaving you out, Kathy? Do you want to say anything? Because she runs always to, she goes to Facebook and and announces there that I talk over her. I don't let her talk. I'm a a, a terrible male chauvinist.
1: There's
3: I never said
0: that. I never said well, those words. You just always gloss so... over me. You gloss uh-huh. over me and go, uh huh. Some things don't need to be stated. You know, yeah. so I don't know. I don't have anything. I I'm curious, animal. If you do the type of closing that you're talking about, do
3: you do you okay. do you push uh, your candidates to say I'm not a good yes. closer, and I often work with with uh, other larger teams where I do the sourcing and candidate development and pass pass the final. Uh, like for instance, oh, so
1: you, you hide know, the, you hide behind the power closer. Mm-hmm. Sometimes oh, while well, yeah. jabbing usually. at the approach. Yeah. Oh, even worse. Even okay. worse.
3: Okay. Okay. Well, I got to tell you something. I know you said this is a crappy show, but I think it's a great topic we're we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about. We're talking with people. We're going but into a way it's deeper. I obvious why. Way deeper than we usually do. But yep. here's the thing. See. If you're a, a career consultant, you tell the person you're not pressuring them. I don't want you to take any – I don't want you to make a decision right. you're not happy
1: with. You tell like them and that. And then, then you go ahead and pressure them. Yeah, nice. oh, 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 oh. I'm not going to clobber you over the head and then yeah, clobber okay. them over the head. Yeah.
3: No, you. but you don't clobber them over the head. Michael G. Cox wasn't clobbering the guy, but if he didn't give the framework in which he's speaking – it does come across like you're hurting my feelings. I feel I'm going to feel really bad if you don't do what I want
2: because this is what, what? makes sense.
0: That didn't, I did not no, ever
2: no. say? Anything like he that? He didn't
0: even. Yeah. You're going. Yeah. Dramatic. Very dramatic animal. Yeah, game. I am
3: dramatic. I'm. 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 I'm uh, uh, expressing what's going on in the in the candidate's mind. Nobody likes to say. You're no. out of touch, they don't. man. But no, nope, nobody but,
0: Michael G. Cox said. He didn't He didn't go that, down that road.
3: What did he say, Kathy? He said that the candidate said, said no, I don't think I'm interested. And right away he said, well, let's take a look at what you said before, okay? First of, of all, Michael he G never Cox said, no,
0: I'm not interested. Yeah, he the does, candidate never said
3: that. Michael G. Cox, yeah, you're, you're let's go back to things. you. So, yep, yep.
0: I don't like he what you're said, doing, Randall.
3: If the candidate says no, didn't you say that? No, Michael he didn't G. Cox? say
0: that.
2: Well, we We're going to review the record here.
3: Yep. My, Michael G. Cox, didn't you say if the candidate says no, yes, I heard you clearly say that. And then I say, okay. you know, what about what you said well, before, it, essentially? Michael G. Cox, okay. do you want to answer or do I have to move on?
2: No, I, I can answer. If, if somebody goes through the entire interview process, the, a candidate that is highly qualified, and then starts to get cold feet, I'm not going to sharp angle, close the guy, and, and use high-pressure tactics because yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose that candidate one month in, or he's going to freak out, or he's not going to have a very good experience, and he's going to, it's just not going to go well. But right. If I just simply say, look, you, we, we spoke about the factors that were pushing you out that were causing you to be you know, looking for a job. You took my call. We discussed why you were open To taking my call These are the reasons that I got down Don't those still exist And then You mentioned these were the things that you were lacking Or these are the things that you were looking for Would you agree That this new job Has those things Now What has changed
1: Can I interject here I I, I don't like what's happened here with this show Okay we ha- we were having a discussion about how to address and talk to a candidate who's struggling with a decision, maybe can't make a decision, needs to think about something over the weekend. After we all shared uh, our unanimous consensus, you then came back, Animal, and said, no, the candidate said no to the offer. So now are we talking about how to... Talk with a candidate that is declining an offer. Is that what, Mike, of isn't that what Michael G. a
2: candidate who Michael has a Coffman?
1: couple different ongoing interviews and they're just not sure right now.
2: Okay, well, Jerry,
3: Jerry, what about this? When the candidate says, "You know what? I've got something else that I think I like better." What are you going to do then?
1: All right, man. Good luck.
3: Oh, you're <laughs> not going to say you're not going to try to compare.
1: No, <laughs> you're not going to say what do they offer How's it different? You drop these scenarios in in a vacuum i've been talking to the candidate we've we've discussed yeah there's a couple other things i'm also interviewing a key bank and should be getting an offer there friday and so so by the time they're comparing offers i know what we're talking about i it you must get hit with stuff out of the blue like a fish across the face it doesn't Hold happen on. to Hold me on. i mean i don't Hold want on. that doesn't happen to me it Jerry. does happen to me, and, and then <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole other scenario. You're talking Jerry. about predictable, manageable processes, right? Yeah. Or do uh-huh. you just want to talk about weird one-off scenarios? Because no, in that I'm case, you better be able to just think on your feet and have a large <laughs> background of experiences to handle it.
3: Okay, but Jerry, if if so, you're saying that if it's you're having a conversation and and the the, the candidate no. says Jerry. I think I'm going to take the one over at yep. Keybag or whatever okay. it was you said. and Key And bank. you're going to know right away. You're going to know right away that he or she is taking it because of these factors. You don't even Probably. have to ask what.
1: Right. More likely than not.
3: Yeah. And w- w- will you always agree with the candidate that she's making the right decision when she goes with the other company?
1: Usually because it's their choice. I'll, no, no, I'll... no, no.
3: That's not it. A candidate is Don't tell they me make my mistakes. answer
1: isn't it. That's my answer.
3: Yeah, Usually if you I know, agree with
1: them and say, hey, good luck. Of course. Yeah, what if you, they've made the pro- decision.
3: Yeah, but what if you privately think this is not a, a smart move this person's making? You know, people aren't geniuses, Jerry. You must admit that. They're not always going to make it and they don't have the same market knowledge necessarily that you do. What so market is there knowledge never are you take-
1: talking about? Give me an example of this market knowledge we're talking about.
3: Okay, well, maybe you know that please. other company, or or maybe you you realize the potential with this company, uh, that, that how it compares yeah, to those it. of other.
1: I'll mention it, sure. Like I'll say, well, I I do know because I've worked with this other company for the last fifteen years. Uh, you know, they they always promote people internally, or they're never afraid to invest in new tools, or I mean, whatever it might be, sure. I mean, I do want to earn a living doing this, man.
0: I'm yeah, not do out here you, your saying, see, well,
1: shucks. No, no. you, you said Looks you're like happy to say no. Again. I'm but happy to say no. That's what you said. I Goodbye. So long after because all the work I put in with you. Yeah, go ahead. Go over. there. I don't
3: care. See if I what? care. That's what you said. Kiss off, pal. Yeah. Go no, ahead. Dude. I'm not going to put up a, a fight. You say, I'm not going to put up a fight. That's what you said, essentially. Go
1: ahead. Probably not. If
3: okay, if you're
1: in this business yeah. and you are not having candidates accept other offers from time to time, uh-huh. you're either not doing any business – well, I mean, that would be the only way. The only way yeah. that you can be in this Trump economy, blazing as it is, and not be experiencing your candidates going to work in another place, you're simply yeah. not in business.
3: Okay, but look what look what Jerry's this is happening doing. All, every making, day, frequently
1: all, Jerry's the time. making
3: political announcements. So Jerry, you, you're no, I'm actually not. saying it's
1: the Trump economy, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Okay. You're saying you're saying look, this is what happens all the time, and I'm saying okay, how do you deal with it? And I'm going to come back to that in a minute. But first, I'm going to do a few. Here's ads. what I'll say. The first,
1: good the luck. The first
3: one is for the first one for yourself. PC. This
1: is, Congratulations. Okay. I'm to
3: tell you some. I think this say is a touch. fantastic. I think this Talk is a fantastic.
1: <laughs> Call me when you want to move on.
3: I think this is a great <laughs> episode of the Recruiting Animal Show. It's turned into something pretty yeah, interesting. I'm going in to people money
1: for this, because obviously most people aren't aware of this shit.
3: Okay. Let me do an ad, okay?
1: I saw a recruiter
3: named Nick Mazur, M-A-Z-U-R, right, on Facebook. And he said, we use PC Recruiter, and we love it. We love it. I have demoed a ton of systems, and PC Recruiter has the most robust set of features. Other products do one or two things better, I'll admit it, but overall, I think PC Recruiter has the most features. We do multiple industries, and we work with four different kinds of searches. And trust me, PC Recruiter is very versatile. This is a guy who is in the trenches. For years, that's his endorsement. Okay, so please take it seriously and check it out at pcrecruiter.net. dot net. Now I'm going to do an ad for our good our good friend. You're doing another home. ad. It's we're forty minutes into the show. Right, I got to get the time
1: at the Super Bowl.
3: Okay, sorry if you let me get it done. It'll be. Done. I just wanted to
1: say I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm obviously coming from a world of daily experience and trying to. Align that with your world of theory, and heard about it from somebody else. It just—they're going to clash.
3: Jerry, and I, you
1: know what? And I'm sorry. You don't
3: recognize—you don't recognize what you said from one minute to the other. You said no, that dude, every day.
1: That's the thing with these theoretical scenarios. You keep, after the fact, changing the scenario. No, you I can't don't. Do that, man. No, you I'm saying said the work. guy told you to screw off and burn in hell, and he's never yeah. going to work at your company, no matter what. My <laughs> Oh. Okay. Well, in that case, I have a different answer. Seriously. You said. You said.
3: It's too bad I can't do an instant replay. You said. Look, if you're in this Trump economy, there's people turning you down all the time. Uh, I yep. said, okay, so what do you do when that happens? And then you
1: say, oh, you're making stuff up. <laughs> you're crazy. Oh, you're even making this up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a complete refabrication. Yeah, I Dude, feel like, like I'm Alice. The switch out. I Yeah, can't keep I up. feel like I'm
3: Alice. I've gone down the rabbit hole, okay? Oh, and The first gosh. person I'm going to meet is Jerry. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So can I ask you,
1: Animal, have you had any turndowns this year?
3: Uh, turndowns? What's that? I've got to tell you what I've got to do an ad, turn Jerry. Down, Please, just let that? me get it done. Okay? H-O-N-E-I-T, honet.com, is phone interview technology. It records your interviews and turns the key questions and answers. Into separate audio clips, and you know why? Because that helps hiring managers hear the motivation, the pers-
2: <laughs> you're making me laugh,
3: the personality, and the enthusiasm. you heard Jerry, that's what a recruiter sounds like. But they're not all good like him. Okay, some of them are boring. Okay, but you don't have to worry about that if you've got hone it. You can share the story with a hiring manager in the candidate's own voice. It delivers a ton of info. You can't get from a resume, okay, or some kind of dry report. It turns it all into a transcript that's searchable for keywords anyway, okay? And so go check it out, please, at h o n e i t dot com. Yeah, I you know, I still got to do Hire Tool, but I'll do that after. Higher Tool is good. now. It, if... Do it. No, I'm going to come back to it. I, got to, I don't want to lose it. So, you know, I'm sorry I had to do these ads. I'm sorry because I, I just felt we were into something that was really good, uh, and
2: uh,
3: I, I, I like discussing yeah. it. Okay, but I'll leave it. What about you, uh, uh, Kathy? You still with us, yoga pants girl? Kathy? You, have you gone yep. to the beach already?
0: No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, I Kathy, want to follow up I'm, on Jerry's question. Have you had any ahead. people turned down? Have you had any people turn down offers? No. Candidates
2: the no, the answer is no. The answer is no. He answered that with, what's a turn down? Yeah.
1: Right, but... <laughs> so then the reality is you are not currently in the recruiting business.
3: Okay. Well, actually, it's, it's you know. <laughs> no, it's, actually, seriously. That's There's not, no that's way be recruiting that's right now and not
2: true. have a turndown. Hold on. Well, yeah. a turndown. right, a turn down. Hold on. i I've had more turndowns in the past 12 months than ever. Nuts! Okay.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. A turn down, but J- Jerry, a turn down, but not because somebody else is coming with a, a similar position. Okay, turn down. They just you are dealing with Canvas
1: that aren't even marketable. Wow. <laughs> well, I'd like to get into that, Mitch. Oh, okay, That'd be
0: awesome. Fine.
3: Okay, let me let me come to Kathy. C- Kathy wanted to say something else. Did you have? So- no, no, I she didn't. Asked a question. No. Okay. No, I didn't. Negative, fee- Kathy. Negative feedback. What do you do when you receive negative feedback on the performance of your candidate during the first three months that he or she is there? Okay, do you contact the candidate? Uh, what do you do?
0: I've I've never had that happen because once the candidate leaves, it's out. Of, I don't hear anything about it. I keep up with the candidate, but I'm never I've never been contacted by a client saying that they're not okay. performing.
3: So your boss has never been contacted either and come back to you and say, no, hey, the schmo you recruited is a no. loser. No. Anybody else? Jerry, have you had to handle that? Oh,
0: Michael not, G. not that I can recall.
1: Oh, hey, Jerry, you've hey, never – The, first, you've the never, first 90 days is really hard hard to, hard to evaluate professional level people. That might happen like in temporary labor or something. No. Or like with you know somebody that's supposed to be running a machine all day and like they simply okay, well,
0: ex- don't turn it on or it. something.
1: Let's extend it to the first to run year. The machine, I guess. I don't know. Yes, yeah. let's extend so, it. No, to the it doesn't first happen year. to me.
3: Let's extend it to the first year, okay? Have you ever had a client come back and say, Jerry, I'm not happy with the person we hired from you?
1: <sighs> no.
3: Michael G. Cox.
1: I have had it happen with contractors, though, not get extended or. You know, not finish out the project. Had oh, one okay. guy who was an alcoholic simply yeah. just stopped showing up for work. And uh-huh. the customer said, hey, man, this isn't working, so give me somebody else.
3: Uh huh. Okay. Michael G., have you yeah. ever had that? Uh, so yeah, well, what What happened?
2: Internally? Well, yes, yeah, internally. That's no. where
3: you work these days. You, you're internal. So have you, have you ever, you know, they hire the hire manager, hire somebody. They pulled the trigger. Okay, do they ever come back to you and say, I'm not happy with this person? Yeah, absolutely. I I what hear do you... that
2: quite often. Um, quite often. Well, now in my new role, I really don't do very much recruiting. Uh, it's more management. But when I, you know, over the past 12 months when I was still in recruiting, I, I heard it a couple times. What we would do is reevaluate what it was that they were looking for because often – they're just wanting to say, here's a title and, and uh, you know, we're looking for somebody that can that, that has this kind of experience. And I'm always going back to try and get more information about the team, the job, what they have to do, what they have to accomplish. And they get annoyed by all of those questions, um, just preferring to rely upon assumptions. So when when we do that and they hire somebody, then they get pissy about the fact that he or she isn't performing as well as they would like. So uh-huh. these is problems it, originate it, almost always right at the point of taking the order.
3: Okay. Is it is it ever the case where, well, I'll just finish this off, where they come and complain to you, and then you say, look, uh, what was it that you were looking for that this person is not – Accomplishing now, and they sort of come back like Jerry accuses me of doing with a completely different story. Well, I wanted this, you know, and you say, "Look, you didn't tell me that's what you were looking for. You hired the person for this. You see, now you're saying uh, you hired him for ABC, and yet yeah, before you told us it was XYZ. Do you ever have to confront them with that? They're really uh, they're confused. The hiring manager doesn't know what she's looking for, and that's why she's unhappy later on."
2: Maybe maybe this is just isolated to me, but um, recruiting sales executives are often faced with a moving target of what the hiring manager wants, especially when I compare that to what the senior leadership is looking for in a in a sales candidate. Um, and, and those things don't often, uh, I would say, quite frequently, they are not in line. Okay. So I, you know
3: what? Now you're getting confusing to me, but I'm going to do an ad. I want to hear what your new right. job is as well. Okay? Uh, unfortunately, we can't. We can barely hear what you're saying today because you're on such a great phone. Hey everybody! Sorry. Right. Hire Tool. The guy who was supposed to come up today, he's a great guy. He didn't show up. H i r e t u a l is his company. His name's Nin Tran, and it is the most famous, the most famous. Sourcing tool in the world. I'll put my my. Yeah, I'm getting paid to say it, but it's true. <laughs> I saw superstar recruiter Amy Miller answering a question on Facebook about her favorite sourcing tool, and here's what she said: Hire Tool, hands down. I recruit engineering managers in big tech. I've done side by side comparisons between Hire Tool, uh, an uh, artificial intelligence sourcing function, and other brand name tools, and there is no Contest. Hire Tool provided relevant results with full contact info. The other tool, she only measured it against one, provided a famous one, a bunch of keyword fits that completely missed the mark. I'm happy to discuss it with anybody. For me, there's no question. Hire Tool, Hire Tool, Hire Tool, go to com. Start out by t- trying out their free Chrome extension. Michael G. Cox, what are you doing now? Can you talk loud so we can hear? What's your title? What's your job? I'd like to know.
2: I am basically managing uh, sales and, and technical recruiters across the United States for, uh, that do recruiting for about over 30 uh, different companies that are across the U.S. So how many recruiters is that? Right now, I'm at about 21, and hiring, uh, I've got offers that were accepted on three, and probably going to hire three more.
3: So what what does your job actually involve? What do you do? Since you were a hands-on recruiter until now, right?
2: Yes. And so it involves a lot of training, and enabling, and having conversations with hiring managers, and... Uh, VPs of sales at these companies and presidents at these companies Um, and and I think one of the main most frequent conversations that I'm having is to understand what it is that they are looking for a person to accomplish in a sales position so we can be on target in in our recruiting efforts how and, come that isn't that obvious? Like really
3: uh, simple... uh, uh, hold on a second. Why isn't it obvious what they're looking for in a sales position? A certain quota or, or, or what? Like,
2: what's the confusion? The confusion is more often than not, hiring managers have a a a profile in mind, but that profile is built on what the candidate must have versus what the candidate must do. And when we focus on must have, you know, sometimes they're thinking must have a college degree, must have B2B sales experience. And what I'm trying to get from that is how is that going to serve them in what they must accomplish? So once we okay. get to okay, you know
3: what? I got to tell you, I got to, I have to, I have to. We, it's interesting to me, but we can barely hear you. Okay, so I'm gonna, All right, sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on. One, one last question, and I can answer this one myself, but I'll ask everybody else first. Okay, trust your gut. Here's a guy named Hubert. He says, I always say that to my colleagues: trust your intuition. All my hires were done thanks to my guts. I think trusting your intuition is actually one of the hardest parts of a recruiter's life and requires a lot of courage. I don't agree with them that it requires a lot of courage. If someone has the uh, the requirements, just like Michael G. Cox said, they, they fit the bill, and you know, you just get the feeling, this is a great candidate. Okay, now people might say that I'm biased, but I feel, yeah, you know who a great candidate is going to be uh, through your feelings. Am I wrong about that, Jerry? Jerry, still with us? Your head in the fridge. He's gone. Kathy? I'm not gone. No, I think,
1: I I'm think, not gone. I, think... I was across well, the room and didn't want to answer.
3: Well, why don't you answer, okay? Then I'll I'm come to answering Kathy.
1: now. I always trust my gut. Always. Who doesn't? Okay. You can usually Just, tell within the courage. first It's yeah, the right thing to do. It takes it takes courage to disregard what your instinct and and uh, experience is telling you. It takes okay, stupidity, okay. actually.
3: So Jerry, you don't think your gut is just expressing your bias, you know? No, oh, this is the kind of person never. I would like to have a beer with, no, and, and it doesn't mean I he's can good for damn the job. near predict
1: the future with it. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> really? Kathy, it's Kathy freaky.
3: you don't. It's, yeah, it's, Kathy, it's kind
1: of a it's kind of a hard thing to to deal with because I'm always right. Uh
3: huh. Oh God. <laughs> so, is, so is Mussolini apparently. <laughs> He used, he used oh to have – if you were in school in Italy in the 1930s, there was a a, a board at the front of your class that said Mussolini is always right. And now we hear that Jerry is too. Good for you. But I agree that you just get a good feeling about the candidate, and I know Kathy was agreeing with that as well. Am I right, Kathy? Yeah,
0: I do. Yeah, I think you can tell within the first three minutes of a phone screen. I mean, yeah.
3: And what is it? What is it? You just like the person. Isn't that it?
0: No, I mean, yeah, you want them to uh, to be likable, but you want them to also be knowledgeable, and you can usually tell okay. that pretty quickly. Okay. And it's not just uh-oh. about the
1: candidate either. I mean, it's about anything in business. You know, if you've seen, what do you mean, Jim? If you've seen the tea leaves a thousand times and they always do X, Y, or Z, about anything. A company that won't call you back after you send the agreement four uh-huh. days later. Well, you know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter what they then call and say. I mean, any okay. any of these things. We have experience. Experience informs our gut, but I, I prefer, you know, to maybe just look at it as more experience telling me what to do versus some ambiguous gut word. I don't even know what that means. Uh, okay, Anything?
3: okay. Okay, but your intuition based on, on you've seen it. Just like a chess player, they look at all these boards from past games. So when they're actually in a game, they recognize the, the layout yeah. of the board. They know what's going to happen. Okay, so that's what Jerry's saying. That's the and same thing. And you've just Harry seen Cook. it so many
1: times that you don't even need uh-huh. to well, write okay, it all Jerry, out or look Jerry, at it. Jerry, let me
3: ask a question. I, I, I didn't ask before. What about what Kathy said? I have to go ask the wife. She knows it's not gonna, nothing's going to happen. Do you agree with Kathy
1: about that? At that point, it's just kind of out of your hands, and you just say good luck. And every once in a while, it comes back. Yeah, my wife's uh-huh. thrilled. I just had to make sure it was cool. We're a partnership.
0: That's rare, though. I mean, why weren't they That's talking to rare. the wife? Why wouldn't weren't they talking to the wife the whole time? I well, mean, maybe they have been.
1: You know, I mean, maybe they maybe. are. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Michael G. Like, Cox.
1: I could go. Out, I could go out and buy a car right now if I wanted to. However, uh-huh. I'd probably be better suited to talk to my wife about it.
0: I did that, and I didn't talk to my husband about it. I just went out and did it.
1: Good for you, Kathy. <laughs> Michael G.
0: Cox, talk to the wife.
3: Is that a, a a deal killer? No.
1: Can I can I can I make a quick switch here? I want to interject. Maybe the candidate needs to talk to the husband. Sure. Right? Because we're not. You're not. You're not catching me in some sexist uh, blurb here.
2: No, uh, that's right. He, he's okay. probably going to comment. He's probably going to bring this up three years from now and say that you were the one that said only you only had men.
1: Right. I only work with people who have wives oh little misses at home barefoot and pregnant. I mean, who knows where this could go?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got to tell you everybody. I got to tell you this was a great <laughs> show. I really thought it was great. Thanks yeah. very much to Kathy Manis, the yoga pants girl now. You're taking that title away from uh... From Amy, she's not going to like that. Michael G. Cox, the great Michael G. Cox, who's now in some senior position. When you know he's actually on a phone, I can uh, make out what he says. I'll ask him what it is. And Jerry Know It All, Albra- Jerry Mussolini Albright. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs>